Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Time Out with the Sports Doctor. Year two is officially in full effect. Welcome back to another episode of Time Out with the Sports Doctor, where life, sports, and medicine intersect. I'm your host, Dr. Derek Burgess. Hey, if you have not gone over and subscribed to the YouTube channel, go do that right now. Go to YouTube, Dr. Derek Burgess, MD, on YouTube and hit subscribe. You can now get this uh, interview in audio on podcast as well as full video format. So we're excited to have that. Please go subscribe to the channel. Uh, this week, you know, sometimes you need confirmation. I'd already been thinking about doing an episode about mental toughness. And you know, if you've been around this podcast for any time, if this is not your first episode, that one of the main pillars of this show is to strengthen your mindset. So we often talk about mindset and how, you know, a mind shift change can take you a long way and how you have to have a growth mindset instead of just a fixed mindset to be able to change and adjust. Uh, but this week I was thinking about mental toughness and tenacity. And I've had several people on my show who really have exuded mental toughness through their careers, through their lifestyle, uh, through just the obstacles that they've overcome. So I want to highlight an episode that I did almost a year ago now that, you know, in the early stages of this podcast, even before I really had a social media presence, and he was still the second most downloaded uh, podcast episode, uh, Tremaine Crosby talking about mental fitness. But, you know, I was already thinking about how can I repurpose this content? And I want to talk more about mental toughness. I want to talk more about tenacity. I want to talk more about resilience because I feel like this is something that's often glazed over, but it's something that separates a lot of high achievers, whether it's in athletics, you know, medicine, in the business world. Many people who achieve at a high level have to have mental toughness and they have to have the ability to come back day after day, even when you don't feel like doing it. So you know, sometimes in this life, you need to surround yourself around like-minded thinkers, right? So I'm at work and one of my colleagues came and said, hey, have you read the book Mental Toughness for uh, the Young Athlete? And I'm like, no. I said, that's funny that you mentioned it because I actually was thinking about doing an episode on mental toughness. He said, go check it out. It's a great book. He said, it's a little odd because, you know, the person that's narrating the book is a high school athlete. I said, Really? He said, yeah, the, um, at the book was written by the father and the son, but the person doing it on Audible is the actual athlete. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. So I went to check it out. Um, and like I mentioned, Mental Toughness for the Young Athlete by Troy Horn and Moses Horn. So a little background. So Moses Horn is a basketball phenom uh, currently playing for Oak Hill Academy. And if you know anything about high school sports, Oak Hill Academy is a prep school um, that has each year, one of the top basketball teams in the nation. So this young man has not only played basketball at a high level, but he's been able to be mentored by the likes of um, Chauncey Billups, uh, CP3, Kobe Bryant. He and his father have a podcast, and he actually was able to interview Kobe Bryant before his death. So not only is he playing at a high level? And I think this is genius. This is genius. Shout out uh, to Troy Horn for your, your thinking because 
to have your son, number one, he's an author. <laughs> he's already got his own podcast and he's a high school athlete. So not only is he learning to play the game, but he's learning to use the game to grow his brand, using the game to grow his business. And the book was very helpful. So what we're going to do today, I'm going to go through some of the highlights you know, that I got from this book. And we're going to talk about mental toughness. And we're going to talk about skills, not only just what mental toughness is, but how do you develop mental toughness in your kids? How do you develop mental toughness for yourself? As I've mentioned many times before, these were lessons that I learned way later in life, but I can't imagine if I was doing some of the techniques that we're going to discuss in high school or even as a preteen, how much further along I would be. So parents, coaches, athletes, this episode is for you specifically, entrepreneurs, everyone can use some of these techniques we're going to talk about and also use them with your children. Uh, so it's never too early to start empowering our children to be able to think through a process, not to, you know, when you are facing an obstacle, don't get angry, you know, process it, use your energy for good. Uh, so let's jump into it. So one of the first things that they talk about is mental toughness and what are some of the roadblocks to developing mental toughness? So first thing, current belief in yourself. Do you feel that you are mentally tough or do you feel like when you encounter a tough situation that you kind of cower it down instead of standing up to that situation? So what's your current belief about yourself? Also your peers, who are you hanging around? We've mentioned before your network sometimes determines your net worth, right? And what that means is that the people that you spend a lot of time around or that you contact or that you speak with frequently, the way that they think will rub off on the way that you think. So check your net, your, your people that you're around with, uh, your peers, and then your authority figures. So for parents, what message are we giving our children? Are we showing them that we're mentally tough when we back down from situations? What, how are we speaking to them when they encounter a tough situation. And one of the examples he used, okay, for instance, in basketball, if your kid is playing against one of the top kids in the state, how are you going to talk up this other kid before the game? Or are you just going to say, hey, this is another game. You're a good player. He's a good player. Get out there and do your best. Get out there and do what you know to do. Or are you going to tell them, man, you're about to play against the best player in the state, you know, and make them already start to doubt themselves. So we have to be careful with our words. Our words are powerful, especially when we're talking to people that are very impressionable, our kids, our mentees. Uh, so mental toughness is not something that you're born with, it's something that's developed. So there's different skill levels for sure, but I feel with training, you can develop your mind and your mind is a piece that many times goes without training, we, we do a lot of reps for our physical body, uh, being in sports, being in whatever we're doing, we learn to practice, we learn to grind through hot days, but do we learn how to condition our mind to get through these tough situations as well? So learn the basics and do it over and over again. You know, there's a saying that says practice makes perfect, but truly it's perfect practice uh, makes perfect. Because if you're doing the same repetitions with bad technique, are you really helping yourself? So we have to learn to focus on small things, learn to perfect them, and learn to do that over and over and over again. Uh, you have to decide you're going to win. 
no matter what the consequences, no matter how hard you have to work, no matter who you're playing against, no matter what you're up against, decide that you're going to win and tell yourself you're going to win until you believe it. Uh, one thing is your subconscious mind. So, you know, many times with your subconscious mind, we'll something bad will happen and then we'll condemn ourselves or you'll miss a shot or you won't get the, the test score that you want. And you might even tell yourself, man, I'm a failure or I cannot hit this shot. Why can I not hit this shot? Why can I not pass this test? That's something that I had to go and deal with when I was going through the board exam experience that I've mentioned before. The board exam had gotten to be such a huge obstacle that you know, I developed a fear of it, really. And it had taken over so much of my life. But I had to really retrain my mind to say, look, this is a test. I'm a good clinician. I'm a good surgeon, no matter what this test score says. And it's just a test at the end of the day. And once I was able to minimize the test, I was able to attack it just like any other test. So many times when we're struggling with something, we kind of give that obstacle too much credit, so to speak. So decide that you're going to win. Uh, belief is important. You must tell yourself every day, you know, that you are going to accomplish whatever your goal is. So with goal setting, I had, you know, Dino Adams on the show uh, with Team I Am. And one thing that he says, how Elrod, a lot of different people with a, a miracle morning, every day you need to be writing down your goals, writing down your dreams. The more you write them down on paper, the more they feel real to you. And if it's a big thing, the more you say it to yourself, the more it actually sounds like it, it can actually happen. The more realistic it will actually sound if you continue to write it down every day, continue to rehearse that in your subconscious mind. So it will really take grasp and say, yeah, this is something that we can make a reality. Uh, learn from your failures. Uh, and also learn that it is okay to fail. If you believe that it's not, truly believe that it's not okay to fail, you're going to limit the risk that you're going to take because you're in fear of failure. So learn that it is okay to fail and that you will grow from your failure. It's only a loss if you don't get up from that you know, failure. If you decide to say, hey, I got knocked down, I'm just going to stay on the mat because it's safer to stay on the mat than it is to get back up with the risk of being knocked down again. So the only way you lose is if you give up. So only tell your subconscious mind the message that you wanted to hear. For example, or don't say, I can't mess up this time because this is my final chance. You have to tell yourself, I am going to win. I am going to be successful. This is another good one. Nothing is personal unless you make it personal. So don't embody other people's negative thoughts that they try to speak over you, you know, and also be careful who you tell your secrets to or tell your goals to. You have to tell it to people who are supporting you. Don't just tell it to everybody, because if you tell it to people many times, they're going to start telling you why it can't happen. Right. Why your dreams are too big, why they don't make sense, why there are so many limiting factors of why your dreams will not come to fruition. So be careful who you're sharing your thoughts and ideas with, because you do not want to take on everyone's negative opinions or negative thoughts about you, because that will limit your ability to grow and limit your ability to um, face whatever obstacle that you have to overcome.
Some of the mental exercises to strengthen your subconscious mind, number one, remove the word don't. We talked about that. Number two, visualization. So what does that mean? So before you do any act, so I'll just talk about me as a surgeon. So before I go in the room to perform surgery, I will sit in a quiet space or wherever I am. I'll, re I'll play in my head what the steps are for the surgical procedure. You know, I've done this, even if it's not, if it's something that I've done routinely, I still replay. All right, I'm going to go in. I'm going to get the knife. I'm going to make the incision. I have to go through this layer. Then I'm going to cut through this tissue. I have to drill here. I have to put the plate here. I have to put screws here. So I go through each step, step by step. And once I'm in the actual situation, that helps me calm down. That helps me say, okay, this is routine, right? So even when something comes up that's not routine, because I visualize myself doing it successful, I'm more calm and able to just stay calm and work through that. So visualization is very important. And that's a skill that is not taught in sports, not taught in school. That's something that you have to kind of develop on your own. So envision yourself being successful before it happens. Write down your goals and dreams daily. We talked about that. Make your goals achievable. And goals should not be based on outcomes. So what I mean by that is, say, I want to shoot 100 shots. Don't say I want to make 100 shots necessarily. Don't start off with that goal because that's something that you do not have. You know, you might have a bad day. But say, I want to go write down my goals five days in a row. I want to go hit 10 golf balls. You know, I want to do 10 push-ups. Make your goals achievable. And then the more you start to achieve, the more momentum you will develop, the easier it will be to uh, continue to progress. So the engraving technique. So what this means is that you want to mimic people, mimic the pros is how they put it. So, you know, for instance, if you want to uh, be a physician, you want to hang around someone who is successfully being a physician, right? So if you want to be a banker, find someone who is a banker, you know, high level banker, whatever type banker you want to be and mimic their steps. If you want to be an elite athlete, mimic someone who's playing the sport at the highest level. Don't just mimic the person that you see on the playground with poor technique, mimic Kobe Bryant, mimic LeBron James, watch their tapes, break down how they do things, uh, learn the, the method behind it. So the engraving technique is mimic people who are successfully doing what you want to do. Um, and then meditation. So what is meditation? You know, we often make meditation a big deal, but truly meditation is just clearing your mind and focuses, focusing on um, whatever is you're trying to accomplish, you know, or Focusing, just clearing your mind in general and trying to get into a silent state where you can be at peace, uh, where you can breathe, where you can, you know, visualize yourself being successful. So many times in sports, you know, they talk about being in the zone or being in flow state. So visualization and meditation can help you actually achieve that flow state or achieve that zone. Uh, by being able to clear your mind. You mentioned in the book, you know, in sports, many times somebody will be in the zone and there'll be hecklers on the sideline a couple of feet away and you don't even pay attention to them because you are so focused on whatever the goal 
or task is at hand that you're not worried about the rest of your surroundings. So I'll say visualization, this is something that I've never really been taught. Uh, meditation, this is something that I learned when I started doing the miracle morning um, to wake up a couple of minutes. All you need to do, give yourself, you can do it as long as you want to, but you can do it for a minute. You can do it for five minutes, but learn to incorporate this into your daily activities and you will start to see results from it. And also when you are practicing, don't practice in the perfect conditions, you know, and this is something that you will hear from Tremaine Crosby with mental fitness is that you want to train in conditions that are not perfect, right? So when, when or if something goes wrong during surgery or when or if something goes wrong during a game, you will be prepared because you will have trained in conditions that are not perfect. So every once in a while, get it, go to a dirty gym. Every once in a while, uh, go to an operating room that has dim lighting. You know, put yourself into conditions that are not ideal so that you can learn to train under different conditions and learn to really be able to still be as successful um, when, when everything is not right. So hopefully this will help you. I thought the book was well written, uh, well put together. It was something that at first, you know, listening to a teenager from a book, I say, well, does this really apply to me? But of course, you know, I've learned from this podcast that each time I talk to anybody or anytime I listen to someone, if you open your mind, you can learn uh, from them. And I think it's brilliant. Like I said, the fact that father and son wrote the book, um, but he let his son be the narrator for the book. And he's really pushing his son to be not only an elite athlete, but an elite thinker. And that's something that really will separate him from the pack as he continues to progress. Uh, so as I mentioned, the mental fitness and Tremaine uh, Crosby, I wanted to, now that I have YouTube, um, to bring this episode back up because I think it's excellent. You know, and many times in life, this kid has a father who is putting him in a position to be successful, right? He's teaching him about visualization. He's teaching him about meditation. But many times when I interact with athletes or interact with people, you'll look around and see that many times people that have mental toughness, a lot of times they grow up in conditions um, that are not ideal, right? So one thing that I think about as a father is now that I've achieved a certain level of success, my children are being able to be raised differently. They're being exposed to different things, but I still want them to be mentally tough, right? So how do I create conditions? So this book was really helpful for me because that's something that I'd spend a lot of time thinking about. Because if your children are given everything, many times they forget or they never learn to appreciate what you're giving them, or they even might get to the point where they expect to be given things. And that can be lead down another bad path. So these two stories really are in contrast. You know, Tremaine, you'll hear his story. If you haven't gone listen to his full episode, go back and listen to the full episode. But someone who lost his mom at an early age, who was responsible for getting his siblings uh, to and from school, uh, someone who still even when he was trying to care for his mother, kept his grades up in school, uh, didn't get swallowed up by, you know, the bad community that he was growing up in and still had the mental fitness and the mental toughness to uh, make it out of the impoverished surroundings and to continue to achieve. So I really, if you 
listen to his story and then go listen to this book, you will see how there's a lot of things that contrast between their upbringing. However, the same thing is achieved in the end. So without further ado, uh, we're going to get into this episode uh, with Tremaine Crosby. The Sabre training bat is like no other training bat you've ever used before. So the purpose of the Sabre training bat with its modified barrel is so that you can perfectly sequence and get behind the ball, getting the bat on plane sooner, creating less miss hits, more line drives, higher batting averages, and more exit velocity. The Sabre training bat is the number one training bat on the market. Sabre bats, the training bat that's gonna take you to your best swing. So on timeout with the sports doctor, this is your final timeout, right? So, <laughs> you know, fourth quarter, down by two, you got 15 <laughs> seconds left, right? Uh-huh. You got your team in the huddle. What's the message to your team? Uh, I'm going to get the right play and I'm going to get it. Like, I'm going to win. Really just get it to me, honestly. Like, with my coach, I say, like it depends. I feel like I can't give you a pinpoint because it'd be really be like my mood and the heat of the moment. Cause like that's what more so like on the court, my emotions will come out. So it'd be like I'd be in the heat of the moment. So I have to feel it. But to think of it out top, dealing with the players I was dealing with, I'd be like certain players I had to tell to do certain things. Like, for example, like I tell him, like, make sure you set a real solid screen, cause like I'm gonna set them up. Because I'm knowing I got a good point guard that's gonna get it to them. So it really be more so on the screen. And I tell them, boy, like all or nothing. Like here it is. Like you got 15 seconds left. It's the game. It would have deal. Like we can't mess up. Like you gotta pay attention to the detail, to the smallest thing, because the devil's in the detail. So we gotta make sure we ready, like focus, locked in once we come out this order. You know, then I'll be like, all or nothing, team on three. And like we'll break. To go out here and execute the play to perfection, whatever the coach called up, you know. So that's what I tell him. Absolutely. In a moment like that, what do you go to in your mind as far as focus? Uh, repetition, silent, same thing. Been here before. Pinch shot in a row. I'll, I'll admit. That's what I'm thinking to myself. I'm bending on myself. Actually, 20 no rim. I'm calling it out. <laughs> no, 20 no rim. And like, I hit, I hit, I don't, I don't. More than likely I'm finna hit though because I done shot it so many times. So it was just another, gonna be another shot for me. I love that, I love it. All right, man. So one last thing, so for somebody who's looking at you saying, man, Tremaine, he's a college graduate now. He's looking to play professional basketball. How do I get to where you are? What would, what would be your advice to a young kid trying to follow in your footsteps? I say, Gain the skill of listening and don't be afraid to say no. I tell them that for sure. Like, learn how to listen and ask the right question and you'll get your answers to a lot of things. And believe in yourself. Stay self-motivated, you know. And I be t- if I'm talking to them, I tell them, like, stay self-motivated. Control yourself. Uh, learn, like, to be able, learn to compartmentalize your feelings, you know, your emotions. Get that under contact. And mentally, take care of your mental. It's highly important. I say, I say, taking care of your mental 
like mental fitness, like that's gonna be coming real soon. Actually, like my brand, mental fitness, not to get off track, but like mental fitness, where like I'll be working out, but we're working the body, but we also training your mind as well. That me and Pettis got going, it's gonna be coming near here in law real soon once I get everything acclimated on uh, international basketball. But if I'm talking to a youngster, I'm telling him, like, take care of his mental, don't be afraid to ask questions, you know, um, and listen, you know. Like I'd be motivated in that manner, like in three corners, you know, and uh, tell them once they gain knowledge, understand them, and wisdom, and they'll be able to fulfill a lot of things in their life and and be able to um, reach the success and maybe come to the dream that they want to, you know. Give them those few corners, and then I tell them they spend a lot old, and I say I get them to come around again, you know. I remind them like certain things like that. Then I tell them like don't get complacent. You can find yourself growing and doing this and that, and you find yourself complacent. Now you can sit back. Now you start to backtrack, not even knowing. So, like, I form form certain youth groups like that, you know, and some guys my age that know that know better, you know what I mean? Like, they grew up with me. So, like, come on now, we really got the same perspective. Grew up in the same neighborhood, so there's no excuse for you. You just chose, I chose a different path, you know what I mean? Made a different decision, honestly. Just made a different decision. That's what separated me a lot from guys, you know. So, you know, I had the ability to run into your grandmother today. And yeah. I told her, I said, you know, I'm going to interview Tremaine today. I said, give <laughs> me something. And she said, that boy is different. <laughs> always been different. And that's the real deal, you know, and it shows in everything you do. Um, mm. So I'm proud of you, man. And you're going to, like you said, you're going to change your family you're going to change the outlook for a lot of people growing right. up in Queensburg, growing up in Mississippi, coming out of a, a small, historically black college and university to be able to do the things that you're going to do. I really appreciate that, Doc. Really, I'm grateful to have you and me too at coming out of high school as well. You play a big role that you don't even know. And having this put me on this podcast really means a lot to me. It's like it's an understatement. I really don't even know how to express the feeling to you outside of smiling and telling you thank you, man. I really hey, appreciate everything man, you, you You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Yeah. I see things in you that you might not see in yourself just yet. But you, yes, you, got, a, you got a line on the inside. <laughs> I got it tatted on me as well, you know. <laughs> right, right. I, so tell me more about this mental fitness. Mental fitness was a group that I LLC during the first pandemic. Once I really was more learning more about my history, learning more about things that I was finding the passion in. And really, like, once the ball actually stopped bouncing at that time, and once it came to a halt, it made me think, like, okay, like, what you really like to do. And then I find myself like to be in shape, like to work out, like to get other, help other people out with their bodies, you know what I'm saying, to help them reach to their, reach to their goal. And then, like, I find myself, like, Asking myself, like, how did you get your body the way it is? How did you become fit? And then answer to it, like, mentally, like, I locked in. Like, I made my mind up mentally that, like, this is how I want it. Like, this is what I've got to do. So every day I wake up, I'm like, make my mind up. Like, okay, I'm playing my day out like this. I'm going to do this. And then my mentor installed in me, like, um, two powerful things. Like, I made up mind and a person who have nothing to lose. And Lord willing, it was crazy to say that I'm both that I can say that's where I'm different at because I'm both of those, you know? So like, so I have both of those traits built installed inside of me. So like the mental fitness came with us mentally getting people right. Not only like our workouts gonna be tough, 
but like the condition of it really just gonna be mentally draining. So like we'll be pushing you through like say like doing a push up on the track in the sun. So the sun is messing with you mentally, but it's the same 10 push ups you'll do. If you was at home for the grid to go to bed. You finna wake up and start your day out, do you like 10 push ups and sign 10 push ups? It's just that we added the sun in a hot track. So now mm. it's, you know, so no, now it's mentally challenging as well as it's physically challenging you. So I, I LLC that mental fitness, and I want once I, that's how I plan to utilize my degree in sport management on operating my own facility and whatnot and that was nature. So like now I just gotta build my capital and get ready to start funding and investing into that. So like that's what it really came about. And me and Pettis, he changed my he gave me a different mentality. So you know, like grinding with him going through tough workouts, breaking like like just built something, just made me different from the ground up. And you know, and like I gained that that skill set of listening throughout him under his wing, you know. And that's why I really came from about with my serenity and poverty and mental fitness, you know. So like that's where that gonna come from, you know. Uh, ready to make that really big, like big, like 24-7 fitness, crunch fitness, LA fitness, like dope. Like that's the long-term effect of it. But right now I got to focus on that. I got to tell you, can't think of tomorrow. First first, right? Yeah. You know, thing first, building, brick, brick by brick, you know, layer by layer, one step yeah. at a time. So tell me about serenity and poverty. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's me. Growing up in Queensbury, facing all those tough things, you know, like so many things being thrown at you as a young kid growing up in the hood, growing up without like parents to like, growing up with no idol, growing up with no role model, you know, like I don't look up to no one. Like I might be inspired by, I'm inspired by my peers' actions, you know, like, okay, you did this, this was the outcome of, okay, so if I do it, it's gonna be the same outcome. Okay, if I follow your track, you know what I'm saying, to the medical field, staying consistent, staying consistent with it, being efficient on my reading, on my work. I can end up in Dr. Bird's position, but I, 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 that's not, I don't want to do that on my outcome. So like, I don't want to do that. I'm gonna focus more right here. So like, you know what I'm saying? Picking parts from my peers of everyday living that I see, you know, because I don't have no, I don't have no role model. So like, I let my peers and my surroundings inspire me to align with my path to let me become more whole and find myself, you know? So like with that being said, to be able to look at someone else's lifestyle, look at someone else's way of living and their decision-making, I had to calm my mind down. So that's where the serenity part come from, you know? So like staying calm and really ask myself those tough questions, having tough conversation with people, accepting being told no, you know, like just two letters to me, like being told, oh, that's nothing, okay? No is no, you know? So it's not like it's the end of the word, just somebody didn't accept what you was offering. So just keep moving, you're still living, you're still growing, and there's plenty more opportunity that'll come about. That's just one person out of a billion in this world, you know what I mean? And then uh, and poverty came about by staying in six and eight, you know what I'm saying? Not seeing much, not seeing the nice life, slow moving, like, you know, like, being in Queenbridge, you see signs of every day, one way in, one way out. And then I'm at the court two, three in the morning with my boys, with my mud brothers. And like, it's like, it's nothing, man. You don't want to grow up that way, not having no role model, not having seen something. So like me being inspired by some of the bad decisions that we all made just challenged me to continue to grow the right way. Being a leader from my peers and being that different, like not being 
the same as what was going on, just really being different and all calibers and like just having my own style. Like, you know what I'm saying? They got their style of doing things and I created my own style of doing things. So like truth be told with that mindset and having that serenity in me, that's what I created for self. I'm finding myself and knowing who I was and like that's the mission statement that I have to give to the other kids that's looking up towards me or that feel like, hey, how you doing? Serenity and poverty. So like, yeah, I ask when I would come from, I go in depth as in like, you gotta have a calm mind. You mentally gotta take care of yourself. Cause like being in school, being trying to get things done without transportation, it gets tough. Like growing up with my mom, with my ear mother, you have to do a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? You had to get outside your comfort zone a lot. So I grew the mind to just come uncomfortably comfortable, you know? So like the serenity and poverty really derived from growing up in Queenborough and seeing so many fast money, slow money, all this and that, you know what I'm saying? Seeing the guys that had opportunity and they passed to go to college and play ball, what they doing now, you know what I'm saying? Just being influenced by my peers, being influenced by the neighborhood, guys that's been there forever, guys that's really good on the court street ball that could really did something with them, you know what I'm saying? Having a good conversation with them, you know, because a lot of them, it's a lot of them, it's a lot, excuse me, there's a lot of talent down there in the hood, like, it's a lot. Like, growing up, I've seen a lot of real hoopers, like some savage hoopers, you know what I'm saying? Guy that get it done on the field, natural athletes, like natural buckets in the court that you find in the hood that, like, that won't be publicized on TV or, like, people won't host no three-on-three tournaments down there to see the local talent in the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Which, like, why I plan to bring down there because, like, it's a lot of talent. Give people something to do so kids can see that it's fun. It's not just a game bang that the media always produce that the news always producing like you know what i mean like they just producing like okay he might be a game break but he really influenced in the hood like he be on the court playing ball with the kid he out there throwing football as well you know what i'm saying he gifting the kid giving him good knowledge i'm about to show the media that so like growing up and seeing that thing that 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 was happening but it wasn't being like glamorized so like being able to be in a position to change that with that mission statement, I feel like it get me a long way. Absolutely. Man, continue to be different. Continue gotcha. to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Yes, and sir. the sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. That's real. Absolutely. So for somebody who wants to follow your path, how do they keep up with you in social media or, you know, your mental fitness? How do they learn more about that? You really can um, I say... I say that you can follow me on Instagram, but like I'm really not active on the media, but I'm active. Like I try to impact, I try to build up a little platform. But you really follow me on Instagram though, like underscore Tormain, T R O Y M A I N, underscore. Um, and then like I usually follow my content, say what you got to say, reach out, share it to me. Like I don't mind talking or giving back to anybody, you know, like I'm, I'm I ain't gonna say I'm a friendly guy because I, I ain't friendly. I don't mind help. Like, I'm willing to help to my people. Like, you know what I'm saying? To uplift and empower my coaches. Like, that's what I'm willing to do for a lot. So, like, reach out to me, whoever may be. Like, don't be afraid to talk or speak, whatever. You know, like, I'm, I'm willing to help and see people grow. Like, be a, many, be a father to many. Like, I'm willing to do that, even though, like, despite that I'm just 22, with the knowledge that like I'm able to give off, I'm willing to give it off and empower the youth and empower other people, even my age group, or even people that's older than me, whoever it may be. Like to speak my truth, I'm willing. So just like reach out to me, you know, 
like don't be shy like just reach out like, a lot of people say, say like i'm unapproachable or, like i may look mean or something like that but like i just be in my own world you know just focus on self really trying to find ways to grow and be better every day spiritually physically and every day i wake up i do like the three goals like get and be better than those three sectors and life would be good and peaceful absolutely well man enjoy this next step you know, Miami is going to be beautiful, but I know you're going down there on a business trip. So yes, keep me informed on the next step, man. I will do. I appreciate you having me once again, Doc. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Right. Th hey, thank you for spending your last night in uh, Laurel with me. <laughs> thank you for continuing to support this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a five-star review. And if you haven't done so, subscribe so you continue to get the updated episodes. Until later, peace. Hey, time out with the sports doc. Keep our head right in the game. We ain't never stopping. You are now tuned in. Trust, you don't want to miss. This is where life, sports, and medicine.